Welcome to Lead with Clarity, where we help you focus on what matters most. I'm your host, Scott Sutherland, and I'm here with Sean Dowell, my lovely wife, and Melanie Montgomery. We are talking about recession-proofing your business. This is episode three, and today it's about train, teach, and invest in your talent. Shondell, why don't you get us started? Yeah, we're so excited about this new model that we came up with at one of our quarterly offsites about how are we going to ourselves recession-proof our business, and then how are we going to help our clients do that, as well as our listeners, because we are passionate and we believe and we have experiences, if you listen to the first episode, that people can do this. Like, this is takes some effort, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get in front of it. And, you know, we have warnings of recession right now. Maybe we'll pull through it. You never know. Like, we're the United States of America. Who knows what will happen, right? But right now, our country looks like we are headed into a time. And so, it, whether we're, we do hit the recession or we do not, these principles will help us. And we use these all the time in Shondell Group. And I was sharing a story about how I helped a client and we were just doing our thing in 2007. That when 2009 hit, he was good to go and their company was good to go. So that's what we want to do. And just be consistent and steady. So steady is our acronym. Uh, do you want to just read through the acronym just for anyone who'd missed last time? Yeah, absolutely. So the core components are S, simplify everything. T, train, teach, and invest in talent. E, elevate structure. A, attitude is everything. D, double down on culture. And Y, your leadership first. Yeah, and we don't stop with the leadership first. We go, but we want leaders concentrating on getting your coaching, your leadership to its next level to bring everyone with. So today... Uh, we're going to talk about talent. And when we say talent, just in case, we're talking about people. And if you're listening to this, you already are a people first person, like running a people first business, or we really wouldn't enjoy any of our content. And so what we're talking about is you've got this, we want you to have top A talent and then have, train them, teach them, invest in them and keep them. And that is how you're going to recession proof your business. And you know, Shondell, I think that a lot of times people think that training and teaching are interchangeable. And really, they're two very different things that are needed in, in every organization. Yeah, and boy, goodness gracious, is that the truth? So why don't you just explain the two, and then uh, I'll jump in with my experiences. Yeah, absolutely. So training is really what we're giving our team in terms of new tools, new knowledge, um, are we giving them leadership abilities, leadership skills um, that they can then take into their job and increase their performance? Whereas teaching is really taking that training a step further and really helping them develop and really being there with them to guide them through everything that they're going through and really help them to solve their own problems and learn how to do all of the components um, with you supporting them right by their side. Yeah, it's like taking these skills, for example, like we do a lot of communication training, which is phenomenal and everyone should do it in their organization. But if the company or the leaders don't take that and really dig it into the organization, it's just silly. Mm -hmm. And so the teaching piece is, oh, wow, um, I saw this interaction happen. You know, it's kind of coaching, coaching and teaching together. You know, like, and, and having that person walk through the example. And I will say one thing about training in my 22 years of experience is that every time we run 
organizational um, effectiveness. Um, every time we do employment engagement surveys or organizational health surveys, the, all the feedback comes back is people want more communication. They do not feel there's enough communication going on and they do want to be trained and they have not been trained and they want more training. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time employees told me that they did not get training, I would be a multimillionaire. And so I really want us to really focus in on um, what it, how do you see training and teaching um, as we're going into this recession essential and how do leaders do that? Yeah, well, and, and I think that when I was at Seabrook, a previous organization, they brought in Shundell Group to really do training with us. And that was kind of the foundation of skills that I now have developed. But at the time, it was just knowledge that I was hearing, but I didn't know how to use that knowledge. And a lot of times when we train and we bring in training, it's shorter term or maybe it's a few days, but really what we have to do then is to develop that content to make it part of who we are and what we're doing. Yeah, and that's where the 66 seconds, like for an example, um, as after we go in and do one of our clarity report debriefs and a team building session, uh, we followed up with a year of one minute reads, so they're not very long, uh, called 66 seconds with Shondell Group. And those are to keep it alive so that now a leader gets that in their inbox and so does everyone else and they can talk about it like at their weekly staff meeting has been this really incredible process. So that's what we think. We got to teach. We have to teach, train and invest is it's going to require time, energy, money. And I know, Scott, um, when in the dental practice days, you really had to do investing. And how did that look for you? So yeah, we brought in Alan to do an organizational health diagnostic in the dental practice, and it really pinpointed the fact that we really did need to invest in the team. And so that that really led to uh, running the clarity report, uh, having you facilitate uh, a number of things such as uh, personal accountability, and 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 that I think was one of the biggest biggest helps in in the dental practice because uh, before we really didn't know how to take ownership, didn't know how to ask the right questions, the the proactive ones. It was always a reactive or blaming other people, and so I believe that was a big big help and also ownership. Yeah. And so when people started taking more ownership, that was that was a big turnaround. Yeah, we had to train them how to do that. And then we had right. to teach them in the moment, hey, you guys, the, you're, wait, 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 wait a minute, we're blaming here. What? Let's go back to taking personal accountability. And some of our team really got that right away. And some of it took a little bit longer and we had to teach them. But the training piece is um, you invested the money. It was a lot of money. Uh, just for the re the reports, but plus for the time to have everybody there to, you know, clocked in and getting trained. But man, did we reap the ROI of that over yeah. and over again. And we would do that like once, uh, once a quarter, once every six months. And the ones that stayed with us had all that training. They are still flourishing today. Yeah. And I, I would say just to speak into something here real quick, the ROI of the mm. investment was so worth it. I, we way um, ended up on the, on the better side yeah. on that investment. Yeah. And I think a lot of people sometimes freak out a little bit about the money and the investment, but 
man, they just, they reap the rewards over and over again. And I think, you know, you found that in your first job where, where I first came and trained your team and showed you um, that ROI was there as well. Yeah, absolutely. And the other part of investment that I think is really important to talk about is time and energy. Yes, good. When we teach people, and my favorite way of teaching is coaching. I like to really help people through things instead of just telling them what to do. But that way of communicating, it really takes time and it takes energy. Because if I have a team member come to me with a problem, I can spend five minutes telling them what they should do. Or I can spend 15 minutes talking them through what they think they should do in order to really solve that situation. And so it's often a lot harder and a lot more time consuming at the beginning to teach people how to do something, but then they gain the confidence, the skills, they feel good about their decision making, they feel empowered to go and do things on their own. And really, that's how we elevate our team. Mm -hmm. You know, so often, I think, in business or in teams in general, we have someone in a management position that feels like if I know everything and I can do everything, I'm, I'm valuable and you can't replace me. But in my experience, those people are not very valuable because they don't share, they don't teach, they don't communicate. The people that I think are the most valuable in any organization are the ones that teach and elevate others. Because they say, I can do this, and I'm going to teach everybody else how to do this. Mm -hmm. So if something happens and I'm not here tomorrow, this place can function perfectly without me because I've done my job and I've taught everyone. Mm -hmm. Now, that was a really hard thing for me to learn, not necessarily the sharing of information, but when I moved from manager to director... It was, it was a big challenge for me because I moved from being the doer to the helper of the doers. So my job really was to facilitate my management team to be able to be the best leaders that they could be and to run their departments effectively versus me going and doing it myself. And teaching others takes time and energy and sometimes it can be frustrating um, and it can be a process, but it really does help everyone grow and improve. And that's when we're really going to elevate our entire team. Mm, that's so good. Well, that's exactly what we're doing now with Shondell soon going out on sabbatical. You're here with us, Melanie, helping us with systems, processes. You are investing in us <laughs> and, and it's helping us uh, elevate to that next level so that when Shondell does leave, we're, we're not going to look like we don't know what we're doing. And so we're not going to miss a beat, hopefully, and, and keep striving forward. Yeah, exactly. And one thing that I was talking yesterday to Erica about was that, you know, we have to really make sure that we don't ask Shondell questions. And this is one thing that that we struggle with, and I think no matter if someone's supposed to be on sabbatical or just there, when we feel like, hey, I can go to Shondell and she's going to give me the answer, I don't have to push myself Mm -hmm. and I don't have to take ownership, I don't have to challenge. And not that people don't want to, but sometimes it's a confidence thing of, I can just go ask Shondell, she'll give me the right answer and I will do it right. But we really have to say, um, how can I get there on my own? And Shondell, as the teacher, then can turn around, instead of giving me the answer, can say, well, how would you get there? Yeah. 
I um, used to ask my team every time that they would ask me a question, I would ask them a question. So I would say, well, what do you think we should do? Um, To where it kind of got coined as my uh, catchphrase. Ooh, that's a good one, though. That's a (laughs) good catchphrase. I thought it was great. Um, (laughs) But it really pushed them to know that if they came to me, I would help them through it. But I'm not going to let them off the hook and just say, here's what you have to do. And sometimes we do that and we don't think about it. And so what I told Erica was, don't ask Shondell anything. You figure it out. What if she wasn't here? And so that's really what we're working on right now is how do we get everything set so that Shondell can take that break that she wants and needs and we can function and feel empowered and feel confident to be able to do whatever it is that we need to do. And that is so life-giving for me because as a leader of the organization, I need to up my game. I don't need to be doing all these things because obviously you all can do them. And all I have to do is train and teach and let go. And then I can do what I'm supposed to be doing, which is I have these books to finish and I have ideas and I have creativity and I have vision and I have so much excitement that I don't have time for. So recalibrating myself. And, you know, we wrote a newsletter on this, how just the rest is essential for leadership. And that's a big piece of this investing in your talent. As leaders, we need to not be so involved that we can't take a break. Yeah, and this is such a great example of this, really, where this process and and you taking that break is teaching the entire team to be successful without you. Not that you're not going to be gone. We, we always <laughs> oh, need you. But in the day-to-day, that's right. in the weeds things. And so when you do come back and you're ready to, to really move forward with all these different things, you are going to be so much more successful in your role. And we are going to be so much more successful as a team because we're able to really do the things, be empowered, and really move forward so much more quickly than if we're going to you for every single question. Yeah, and I hate that. Anyway, so I think it's great. Like I basically, by doing this, by me taking a break, stepping out, training, teaching, like we've been doing this for a couple months and Mm -hmm. we'll continue to do so until I leave, that um, I don't have to do those things. Like that is key because they don't bring life to me. Mm -hmm. What the things that I should be doing as a CEO, vision setting leader is what I need to be doing. And that's what's going to happen. And then everybody gets, I mean, your job, like your position elevates now Mm -hmm. because we're doing this work. Everybody gets to elevate into their next level because I'm doing my next level because of my training teaching. And that's going to help us be completely succinct and focused. Yeah, absolutely. And we're setting up every single team member within our organization to be successful, mm-hmm. to giving them the tools, to training them, and then teaching them how to do it and how to overcome any challenge. Yeah, And yeah. that's how we're going to thrive. Absolutely. And thriving in this recession is um, a passion of mine. I want to see everyone do that. And there are going to be some casualties. We're going to have some people that don't make that. And they're, and it's just, I'm, it makes me sick and sad because um, now some of them were going to be great too. We talked about that last time to prune out and um, that's important. But these really essential people that it just breaks our heart to have to break, break away. Um, we have a really great program that we're developing called the Talent Transformation or Transformation, Talent Transition Program. 
And in that, what we're wanting to do is come alongside leaders, HR folks that are lead, that are laying people off and really invest in them in that time period um, so that they can grow and they can know themselves, they can know their values, they can know their purpose, and they can go into their next position, um, not only to go find a new job, but they feel so empowered that they get to find the best job. And so I just feel so good about that as a team that we're going to be adding that to um, our offerings. Yeah, and while we're talking about programs, I have to definitely just talk for just a minute about our leadership development program that we're putting together. This coaching program that we're really looking at how do we develop leaders and how do we coach them up and really providing these essential tools to train and teach your leaders to have that foundation so that they can then go and teach others and just be strong leaders throughout the organization. And that's where my passion is, is helping others. And I love being able to create this content with you and practice this content so that we can really help everyone elevate. Yeah, it's so good. We did develop that coaching program when things were going so fast, when when people were growing. I mean, it wasn't even that long ago. I don't know why it sounds like I'm talking about a di- distant past. Uh, at our last quarterly offsite, <laughs> we were talking about people are, it's growing so fast and they're, the lack of leadership and that we need leaders fast. And so we put together this program that's like a 12 session coaching program just so like, okay, we have to help our clients get leaders up to speed fast. So now the, the, the program is still as awesome, but now it's like, okay, We're in a recession and we have to have the best leaders with the best tools to be able to navigate through this so that we come out on the other side ahead. So it's hysterical because whether we're thriving or we have recession or we have high growth, we've got that tool to be super helpful in. Yeah, and you know, that's really one of the things that I love about leadership and why I'm so passionate about it is because... No matter what is the problem, we're going too fast, we're going too slow. Yeah. No matter what problem exists, leadership can make a difference. And making better leaders and developing better leaders and developing myself into a better leader is just so amazing and rewarding mm-hmm. and impactful. Yeah, and we're going to talk about this more when we get to the why about you know yes. leaders leading themselves. But part of that um, investing and training your talent is getting your leaders, your managers, those people who are just coming in, you've got to get them trained in all these leadership things. And so I think that we see that gap and that need where, I mean, how do we train these leaders while we're also just wanting them to work? And and I think that's where Shonda group really comes in with our leadership labs and our one-to-one coaching and these coaching programs. And so I'm excited to partner with people through this in this process. And one huge struggle that I saw throughout my entire career is that We promote an amazing team member to Mm -hmm. a supervisory position, but we don't always give them the tools that they need to be leaders. And so we almost are setting them up to fail because we're saying, you're amazing at doing the job. But now we need to say, here are the tools to be amazing at leading the job. And that's what this program really does. Yeah, that's so good. So we're going to land this plane, and I just want everyone to know that We talked about the Clarity Report with working with Scott's team, but communication and really getting your team uh, trained in communication, trust, and conflict resolution is one of the best things you can do. And the sooner you do it, the better. And um, I know that we do things live. We also do them Zoom 
because teams are spread all over. And uh, I just really recommend that tool. Um, so that's going to be one. And we also talked about the difference between teaching and training. And really, it's about investing your heart, investing your time, your energy, as well as your resources. And um, the last thing that we really want people to remember is we really land this plane is that give people ownership ask them those questions have them own things and not just give answers that are easy we want to have them growing in their confidence and those are some ways that we can do that so hopefully we gave people lots of tips and through this so uh, again if you didn't hear the last two the reads are all building on each other go to our website shondellgroup.com to the podcast we always encourage you. We're always teaching and training leaders at our at our Cavu uh, blog. So check that out while you're there. And I just want to say, be the best you can be today.